Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amson. And this is Reister or Wrong, the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door before you even show up because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. You guys make sure that you guys get a hold of us. 818-293-7547 to shoot us a text that we will respond to or an email at I'm mad at unafraidshow.com and leave us a five star rating wherever podcasts are found. So, um, Ralph is clearly, I can see his face right now. He's in a better mood today. So and we will talk about that um, in just a few minutes. But the NFL announces its COVID plans in terms of forfeiting games and players won't be paid. And that prompted craziness from players on Twitter. Uh, Rick Dennison, Vikings offensive line Oh, well, run game coordinator uh, was 
fired essentially because he wouldn't get his COVID shot. Name, image, and likeness. NFTs are the new wave. And Mikey Williams, 2024. So high school sophomore is already inking deals in the in the seven figure range. Um, Ralph does not believe. Well, Ralph's wife doesn't believe that kids under the age of 15 know who Looney Tunes characters are as it relates to Space Jam. And the Texas, Oklahoma debacle is an absolute mess for college football. And of course, cancel or consequence and the best of social media. So, Ralph, we will start at the beginning today. So um, the news just broke that Vikings offensive offensive line coach and run game assistant and well and run game coordinator coordinator is fired from the team that he's no longer going to be there because he did not want to take his COVID vaccine. And what is what are your immediate thoughts on that? My first thought was uh, this is going to be the tipping point in one of two directions, because on the heels of Jalen Ramsey saying he's cool with anybody who refuses to get the vaccine, then DeAndre Hopkins coming out and saying he'd rather um, retire than be forced to get the vaccine. And then just following the players that I follow on Instagram and watching them all share DeAndre Hopkins uh, quote on their stories it, it made me feel like somebody was either going to have to get fired or suspended in order for some of these players like Cole Beasley out there who have been making a whole bunch of noise um, about not getting vaccinated or you were going to start to see so much momentum gather on the people who were pushing back against this that the NFL was going to have to double back and change up the way that they were doing things. Oh, there's no way they were doing that. Yeah, I didn't see this as a, a battle that the NFL uh, planned on giving any ground on. And so it's very interesting that the Minnesota Vikings make this personnel decision, which I'm sure will be a talking point for a million different people who Listen, already have set political stances. It can be a talking point all it wants to. But the reality is this, is that, so I talked to a couple NFL players yesterday who, when the news came out that the league if you if your team is not at least 85 percent vaccinated and you have an outbreak which causes a game to be forfeited, neither team gets gets paid. And mind you, this was the same exact policy that was in place last year, except for the NFL was willing to jump through hoops and bend over backwards and inconvenience anybody necessary to make sure that games were played. That included Games being played, a game being played on Wednesday last year on Wednesday. Then they had to turn around and play again on like Sunday or Monday the next week. And the and the league was like, no, if you're not vaccinated in terms of 85 percent, you're going to lose your money because we're not inconveniencing everybody again, which. So I am pro choice on vaccines, right? Pro choice. But at the same time, I do understand corporations being willing to uh, make other people uncomfortable, being willing to 
not well, not being willing to let people interfere with their money. And also with the with and and you have to remember that the leaders of some of these companies, too, are super pro vaccines. Some of them are anti, some of them are pro. So the ones that are pro are going to be like, yo, absolutely not. You're not working here or we're going to make it so damn uncomfortable that you have to go do something else. Yeah, and I, I, I still to this day do not like the idea of forcing anybody to do anything. Um, but they but still as have a condition, a choice. yeah, as they a condition a of employment, you still you you definitely have a choice. And somebody somebody came in and was like, "Look, it's anti-American to have mandates." And I, I said, "Yeah, if we were talking about America, but we're talking about the NFL, who would put a a, a fine notice in your locker if your socks aren't high enough." This is not the yeah, same the as America. Is, though, here, here, but see, but here is where I get I get lost sometimes. Is this? So the uh, Vikings they fired the coach, and people are like we don't want mandates, and I get that. I'm a red blooded American, and I don't want people telling me what to do. But I also understand that we actually live under these circumstances on a day in and day out basis. Try sending your kid to school without without chicken pox, measles, a, a, a rubella vac- vaccination. Your kid ain't coming in in class. So this is another one that they're adding to the, the list of people. And when you travel to certain countries, you know that there are certain vaccines that you must have before you leave. So I, this has just been politicized at such a high level. And I'm a person who has a, a healthy mistrust for vaccine companies, for Western medicine companies, because I do think that they put profits above actually doing the right thing for people. They get sued all the time, all of that. I firmly have a mistrust, but I also believe that COVID is real. The Delta variant, younger people are getting sick. Unvaccinated people are pretty much all the people that are dying in hospitals right, right now. The numbers are back up. It's super contagious. So like, okay, it's time to get, give up and give in because you have to do a cost-benefit analysis. I was a person who wanted to wait for a long time until we see because there are all sorts of long-term health effects that we have no idea what they are because it's so new. So I wanted to wait a long time, but now I'm to the point like I, I can't do that anymore. Like I just have to hope that I that – I'm in that not 95 or or that I'm in that 95 percent plus people who don't have vaccine injuries. Yeah, um, it it always is tough because you run into the logic of like DeAndre Hopkins said, like, what about his sister's boyfriend in the military? Now, we don't know the details of that situation, but he said that after vaccination, that he had a heart issue. Therefore, he doesn't want to get vaccinated. That train of logic makes sense in a very small vacuum that ignores what the vaccination is for. You know, the disease that has killed 600,000 plus Americans and growing every single day. Like, you're worried about the vaccine because of the potential of vaccine injury 
but you're not worried about the disease, which created the need for a vaccine, which created the potential for vaccine injury. There's a logic gap there that people are having a really hard, hard time understanding. And I believe in having compassion for, for what people are choosing to do and why, especially athletes who know their bodies really well, especially people who are just apprehensive for any number of reasons, many of which could have to do with the federal government and corporations with a profit motive don't have a perfect track record when it comes to this oh, perfect, stuff. it's checkered <laughs> right but it is checkered right there are there are also a lot of really incredible examples of uh advancements within the medical community diseases being nearly eradicated quality of life improving people being saved because of you know pharmaceuticals which have caused a lot of problems but at the same time saved a lot of lives the, uh, there's a lot of people who just have slightly high cholesterol now that wouldn't even be on this earth if it wasn't for like medicines like astrazeneca or stuff like that or i'm sure that's a drug company and not not an actual drug but it it is checkered you do need to research you do need to feel comfortable with what you're doing moving forward but if your job comes in and says like hey we're in the middle of a pandemic and we want to get this bread and if you keep us from getting this bread then your ass isn't getting on the field period then all of a sudden you have one business taking a profit motive over another like do you want to get paid or not yeah and mind you we're not talking about people who have medical conditions that preclude them from taking it or say that they should not take the vaccine. I'm saying that I understand how corporations do. And the thing that I noticed, though, with some of these NFL players is that I was like, hold up, (laughs) hold up, hold up. Because sometimes when I talk to them and then I see stuff on Twitter and all this stuff, I'm like, where where's the logic gap here? Because you literally risk your life. Every single day that you go to practice, like you, you know that there is a chance that every time you go out on the field, you could be paralyzed or you could die. You could have a serious brain injury, break a leg, all of these things. But but a but the vaccine is where you draw the line. Like, that, like that's where I get I'm like, OK, but that's where you draw the line. You're yeah. risking sudden death every single day. But this is where you draw the line. OK, I'm this also is- I got, I've, I've got an issue with people who are not hearing each other. Cole Beasley's driving people nuts right now. Right. Because he doesn't want to get the vaccine. He's not telling you not to get the vaccine. But obviously what he's doing is flying in the face of common sense, the NFL, a lot of his own teammates. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. And he's choosing to do it on Twitter, which is not the most friendly and welcoming and understanding platform. But he made a point the other day that I think is ridiculous that it didn't resonate more. And I think it's because the source that it's coming from, he said that he had a teammate that was sent home basically with a positive COVID test. And he's glad it happened on a Monday because this is a vaccinated teammate. And had it happened on a Tuesday, based on the way the rules are structured right now, he would have been able to go six days before having his next test and potentially infected everybody on the team. So when they made these adjustments to the rules to try to encourage vaccination slash punish the people who were not vaccinated into getting vaccinated, they actually open themselves up to the possibility of the very rare occurrence that somebody who is vaccinated still gets infected, then has a six day gap in between tests where they can get other people sick. Yep. And I'm reading what Cole Beasley is saying there. And all I'm seeing is this outrage that he won't get vaccinated or, or that he's got the logic gap that you talked about and everything like that. And I'm like, Whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. 
uh, broken clock, guys. Like, this is actually a thing that probably needs yeah. addressed. And I do know a lot of NFL players, and I've actually talked to a couple of them, that, that feel like that point right there isn't something they're mad at the NFL about, but it's something they're mad at the NFLPA about for not thinking through more logically in their attempt to get people vaccinated and discourage people from remaining unvaccinated. They actually created a scenario in which more people could get sick. Yeah. And the, the idea though, that, that I, if, if you look at all of the players in, in, in the league, it's a microcosm or a reflection of society at large. Because there are people with differing opinions, their logic, all of all of this stuff. But the thing that I noticed is that the NFL players that are mentioning retirement are pretty much all super paid and could retire comfortably. Like if Cole Beasley was if we're talking about Cowboys Cole Beasley. Before he got a second contract, do you believe that? that he would be taking this same stance publicly or do you think he would quietly get the vaccine and play? It's a really, really great, great question. The the second contract is the most important thing to most NFL players. I I know that I remember Deandre Ayton got a lot of criticism because they had asked him what success looks like for him as the number one pick in the NBA draft. And he said, second contract, like it, you, it, it is so important that I mean, you look at a guy like Nikhil Harry, and I wrote about this for unafraidshow.com. Like, Nikhil Harry is obviously disappointing to Patriots fans right now. And so for him to come out and for his agent to come out and demand a trade to leave New England, he knows that he's going to be have a target on his back. He knows that he's going to be a massive villain. But he also knows that he's played in an offense the last two years that is 27th or worse in every major category, and they haven't really made any upgrades on offense whatsoever. And his priority as somebody who came, whose grandmother brought him uh, from the Caribbean to America is to have a generational safety net like that second contract is what matters most a lot of these players in that first contract are not going to be willing to take a risk like that when you're the highest paid wide receiver in the nfl the way that deandre hopkins is you can do that when you're the highest paid safety in the nfl like buddha baker is you can continue to tweet some pretty ignorant shit all day every day like he has been doing the Cardinals are one of those teams that are under the 50% threshold of vaccination as a whole. And as people say, the fish rots from the head. Like this is a leadership issue that's going on within some teams. And, and I, you know, I don't, I'm not necessarily sure what the best course of action is like you, I am pro choice, but I am pro making a very specific choice, but I, w- I want it to be yours. I really do. But you have to have the understanding that like, this isn't the American government trying to force you to do this. It's your employer. Yeah. And you have a choice whether to and, and my, mind you, the 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 people who are coming to Rick Dennison's defense and the the NFL players who don't want to take it. And those those are the same people that would yell at college athletes about the NCAA. Double A owning their name, image, and likeness in perpetuity, and not letting them profit off it, and be like, "Well, it's your choice. You don't, you don't have to play. Right? right. You, it's you the have same, other options." The same people that want to come to DeAndre Hopkins' aid right now 
don't have any love for him because he flipped him off in traffic in a Trump parade last year. Exactly, dude. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I mean, and but that brings us to a guy like Nick Rolovich, which we're going to talk about on the Pac-12 Apostles, which is a show that we uh, that we do. We're, we're going to record an episode today. You you have a guy like Nick Rolovich who who makes a personal decision like that. And that actually could you see the thing that happened with the Minnesota Vikings and you wonder, would a college uh, feel strongly enough? Would a college president feel strongly enough to make a similar move? Because that's a type of thing that could hurt their reputation, hurt them in recruiting. Yes, it matters about their 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 regents and, and the board, like like whoever's like that group of that small group of people who are actually in charge of the college. Those are the people who you need to know where they stand on this, because if you are Rolovich at Wazoo and you don't even go to Pac-12 Media Day because they're requiring people to be vaccinated. Then you're putting like that's a stance and the university has to be comfortable with their head coach making that stance. I don't know what the answer is, and I don't even know if if it's a medical thing. If it's a medical thing, that's that's different. But if he's just doing it because of his beliefs, you're going to run into a serious, um, depending on where you are, a serious situation. Because when you have Tummy uh, Tuberville and Hannity and a bunch of... The Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, is begging people to get vaccinated. Ron DeSantis is? Selling a T-shirt that was making fun of Anthony Fauci just a minute ago. People forget that Donald Trump is extremely proud of his ability to get the vaccine to market as the country's executive. Like all those people that you think are, are, are on your side are actually not because they get a very close up look at the data every single day. They know the effect that it has on the economy. They know the effect that it has on wrecking people's lives. And so the, this is, this is as simple as I can break it down. George this is a question that I want to ask you as the parent of a recruit. And I'm the parents of a 13 year old and a 12 year old who are vaccinated. And that was kind of a scary thing because we didn't know how it was going to interact with kids. My kids didn't even blink. I had a much worse time with it but as a parent of a recruit and me as a parent very simply if washington state in the middle of this pandemic invites your kid out for an official what are you going to do not fam not fam same hell no good yeah no Nah, give me a reason. Give me. Your, I'm gonna say like you wouldn't put it out to the media, but give me a reason because I, I I have friends that I have friends that were personally impacted by COVID in a very very unfortunate and permanent way. Um, we're talking lives lost, and their doctors are telling them that they can't be vaccinated because of their own health issues. So it's real. Yep. There are people who cannot get this vaccine based on the information and advice that they're getting from their personal doctors, people who would go and get it anyway. So I'm going to need to have that conversation with, with, with that head coach. Yeah. And, and this isn't based on my politics or who I am or anything. This is based on my kids. You want me to send my kids out there when the tone that you're setting is like, nah, I'm good. Then no, I'm good. Yeah. The end. Very, very true, which which then puts the university in a position where it's like, mm, I don't know. So we will see what ultimately happens with uh, that. But but the other thing is, like, sometimes I think the NFL players, not all of them, but some of them that they forget 
that because nobody, none of them, zero percent of them are going to retire over covid issues over not wanting to take the vaccine. The only one who may be willing to do that is Cole Beasley because his pride may be so far out there that he refuses to retire. Bro, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> I know because you're a Buffalo Bills fan. I, I'm I'm a huge, huge Cole Beasley fan for what he does for Josh Allen. Like he's so clutch. Uh, looking in his mentions and people are like, oh yeah, people are really going to listen to a mediocre NFL wide receiver about this. Like, did you see him play last year? <laughs> he well, was well, he was and, awesome. And but see, but but here's the other thing though, is that we've noticed that people will turn on you for this. People have turned on Nick Nick Rolovich at Wazoo. They've turned on like if they knew that this like you have huge Minnesota Vikings fans being been like, good, get get rid of them. And he's been a good coach. It was it was amazing. And, you know, I, you know, I'm living in Charlotte now, but I'm Arizona based. Um, it, it was wild seeing how people were like, I guess the Texans did get us. I guess Bill O'Brien was right. I'm watching Cardinals fans say Bill O'Brien was right. To get rid of DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> for a situation that didn't even that didn't exist, exist. bro, bro, people, bro, that this issue is, and I'm gonna go out on a limb, limb here. This could be as divisive as like Roe versus Wade about as like abortion in terms of people willing to cut you off, like period. Like that, I I know people that'll be like, if you're not vaccinated, vaccinated, you're not coming to my house. We're not hanging out. Oh, We're yeah. not doing any of this. Like, so that goes for friends, family, all dude. Like, it's a it's very very real, homie. I just went on vacation. I am vaccinated. I just went on vacation to my hometown. Uh, had a couple of business meetings out there. Had a cousin who I love dearly, who I have not seen in years, and really wanted to get together with, and she's not vaccinated yet. And uh, we probably won't see each other for another five, six years after this had one opportunity to come see me, a vaccinated person, and was like, I can't do it. I can't. I'm not vaccinated yet. She had some health issues that are keeping her from doing it. And so, like, this is my family. Like, this is my family who I love and I am vaccinated. She still couldn't even bring herself to, like, sit across a park bench from me with six feet in between. What do you think is going on with people who are who are, who are dealing with people who haven't been vaccinated and want to spend time with them? Yes. They're writing them out of their lives completely. Like, imagine if if you're one of those people that was impacted by the six hundred thousand plus deaths. Right. And you are you have somebody who just refuses to do it just 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 because, oh, it's a hoax. It's not a big deal. Blah, blah, blah. That I mean, because six hundred thousand people, that's millions. That's probably tens of millions of people who I mean, just just if they knew 10 people, that's six million already. And they know more than 10, 10 people. So you're talking about if they if they were close with 20 people, that's 12 yeah. million people. Impacted. I got a, yep. I got a staff of 
uh, 10 to 12 people who cover high school football in Arizona. I'm going to be going back there a couple of times during the, the, the season. I, you know, I lived out there this last year and I will tell you based on my experience out there, there are East Valley schools that I will never visit again. If I ever see your team in person again, it's going to be a road game. And I've been very open with them based on your reaction to this virus and some of the things you've done. And the fact that the co-owner of my business got killed, most likely out here covering those games in those areas. I'm never covering your shit ever again in a million years. I don't care if it's 40 years from now and everybody's been cycled out and you change your mind. I'm done. Like, yep. and that's that, and that's happening on a, on a microscopic level in people's families, in people's churches in people's work situations all over the country, because people aren't oh, necessarily having empathy for each other. Oh churches my gosh. Have yeah. Definitely had a, ha, had a huge I- impact by uh, this. Um, but we will continue this conversation. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing. And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, FlowHealth, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash special for $1,000 off Vanta. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. 
the hottest games right from Vegas, and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Uh, the next thing up. Name, image, and likeness is going crazy, man. NFTs are the are the new wave. I I own my Kayvon Thibodeau NFT. <laughs> proud proud owner of one. I am betting that he turns into an NFL Hall of Famer because because if he does, I got some good on my hands, buddy. Um, but and it only cost me like ninety seven bucks. And and I've spent ninety seven bucks way way worse. I just bought my son a three hundred dollar pair of shoes because because he made the oh dean's my lord list. because there he made go. the dean's list. I okay. was like, I told him okay. I was like, yo, you can get whatever pair of shoes that you want that's not on the resale market. And he wanted a pair of Nike Adapts. So you might could build a pair of shoes out of three hundred one dollar bills. <laughs> but um, and Mikey Williams. Who is a high school sophomore? Where at George? What? You know, what do you mean? Yeah. Where he's he's been at like six schools and he's <laughs> and he's only finished one year of high school. So Mikey Mikey Williams, if you've never heard of him, I guarantee your kids have. He's got over four million five million people following him on social media. He uh, he signed with Excel Sports Management for endorsements. And they believe that he will generate millions of dollars because his Mikey's relevance around his peers is in the basketball community is off the charts. And this is a kid. He's going to school. He's going to like, oh, I forget what the name of the school is. Uh, some prep academy over on the East Coast in North Carolina. So that, that's what I was asking. I was asking if, if you knew this because I'm 24 miles from where Immaculate? he plays ball. What, it, what is it called? Uh, he is in Huntersville at uh, an academy called. Um, it's called see something if I can remember that, that, that a school a Lake, should not be called. Lake, Lake Norman Christian. But he's from San Diego. Oh, Vertical Academy. Yes, yes. That's that's where he's going to go to Vertical Academy. Yeah. So he he Lake Norman Christian's the school. Vertical Academy is who he's going to play for. He signed a deal with Excel Sports Ma- Management. And and the uh, vice president of Excel says that he believes that this will generate millions of dollars for him by the time he even gets to the be draft eligible. Bruh. And he's not even a top five prospect, according to ESPN. You, this is where this is why name, image and likeness is so crucial, because you have a kid like Mikey Williams who may not turn out to be like if you compare him to Amari Bailey, who's at Sierra Canyon now, he's, it's not even close. Right. But right. he just so happens to be crazy popular. Right. Crazy popular. So now you're like, OK. All right. So and if he is able, well, you only have so long at some point in time in your life to make the most amount of money that you possibly can and capitalize on your fame and people's interest in you. I mean, like we're, we're talking for Mikey Williams, who's I'm not sure if he's a holdback or not, but he's either 15, somewhere around 15 or 16 years old. But the idea though, 
that this this could be his Macaulay Culkin time. This could be his home alone where he can make a ton of money, generate interest in himself for whatever his next endeavors are, create a YouTube channel, whatever it is, monetize it because basketball may not work out. So I'm yeah. all in on this. I sent you a photo. I don't know if you could I don't know if you could pull it up in the time that we have, but I sent you a photo on Instagram of uh of Mikey Williams and I, there was something about it that I wanted to point out. Obviously there's something involved in this photo that's really going to stand out, but but in the hashtags of this photo, which is one thing that you want to do if you're an influencer or trying to spread your brand is to put as many hashtags as possible, right? For the things that people search that are popular. Um, and so I'm going to read you the hashtags in just a random photo on his Instagram account. Okay. Hashtag Mikey Williams, hashtag Mikey, hashtag NBA, hashtag basketball, hashtag basketball with a basketball emoji, hashtag Nike, hashtag Under Armour, hashtag Adidas, hashtag Adidas shoes, hashtag overtime, hashtag overtime challenges, hashtag overtime edits, hashtag Compton magic, hashtag border boys, hashtag RIP Kobe. Hashtag NBA basketball, hashtag jam fam, hashtag jelly fam, hashtag Bronny James, hashtag LeBron, hashtag King James. So he's making sure that this photo <laughs> of him gets seen by anybody who's searching for any type of basketball, anything. Yep. George, George, have you seen the photo? Is there any basketball involved in this photo? No, none at, at all, dude. And this kid ha- is super famous now. And so I'm not I'm not mad at him or his people. I'm actually encouraging my son to be much more active on social media. Are you encouraging your are you encouraging your son to do what he's doing in the photo in question? No. No. I'm <laughs> Absolutely not. Y'all might have to go visit Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the next thing up. So Ralph believes that well, actually, so actually, let's let's even go back. Space Jam just came out. I just watched it at home in my living room yesterday. And I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was wholesome. Thought it had good messages for parents like like me a few years ago. (laughs) That was like, no, let your kid be their kid and whatever they want to do and support them in it, even though they even though they may have talent in an area like like, for instance, my my middle son, who's who's turning 10 on Tuesday. He is a phenomenal athlete. Right. And I know he's got all this talent and he loves playing. But I also see he, he's got an affinity for music and these other things as well. And instead of pushing him in the direction that that he clearly has talent, I'm like, what do you want to do, son? Which he may ultimately choose to be an athlete. But at the same time, like you need something else that you love and you care about first thing. But the second thing is like, you know, like nurturing and not pushing my agenda on him and so i thought the movie was really good i enjoyed it but there were some issues that ralph brought up that he was talking to his wife aaron about and you you can go ahead and explain well first thing i just want to say 
I think you do a phenomenal job as a father. I was talking to somebody this last week and I was talking about how I'm jealous of today's kids because when we were in school and you can see it from any like nineties, she's all that comedy or whatever, they always make note of the groups that you had to be in with like certain groups or whatever. Yeah. And not everybody was like that, but it was really hard to be overly interested in more than one thing. Yeah. Like I would walk to the school bus with the golf kids get on the school bus, go to school. We go our separate ways and then their friends are calling me names when I'm walking in my cleats to football practice. But like poser, I, sell out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Other words. But like I, I would have loved to like hang out with them and be involved in some of their escapism and stuff like that. But like it just wasn't that way and my kids are into everything and your kids are into everything and it's cool it's cool now to be into all these different things um but one thing i think that we probably forget and probably definitely happened with our parents and us is they just assume that the stuff that they grew up with that was branded into you so strongly and so widely available is just something that your kids will be aware of so i'm sitting at the dinner table last night talking about sitting down and watching space jam uh since it's on hbo max and it turns out they haven't seen the first one which i was like okay we can just go back and watch the first one and my wife brings up the fact that if they haven't seen the first space jam what makes you think that they would know who the looney tunes are that's a legitimate question well my answer to her was like because they just are they're every it's they're everywhere. It's like nobody watches Mickey Mouse cartoons, but everybody knows who Mickey Mouse is. Everybody knows who's, who, who Goofy is. Like, it's just ever-present branding. It, they don't have to be in all these shows that they watch or anything. And she's like, I don't think so. I don't think the Looney Tunes specifically with kids 15 and under has any presence at all, especially if you're streaming and you're not watching regular TV or basic cable or anything like that. Yeah. She just kept saying, why, why would they? And so I took my 13-year-old. And I ran him through every character, just the names to tell me if he if if he even had heard their name before ever in his life. These are the ones that he had heard of and the reasons why he knew who Bugs Bunny was, because I guess a background appearance in Who Framed Roger Rabbit and an Internet meme called Big Chungus, which is about like a fat, a fat rabbit. He knew Marvin the Martian because Marvin the Martian appears in ads in old comic books that he collects. He knew Daffy Duck. He says he does not know why, but he knows Daffy Duck. Um, and he knew Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner because we lived in Arizona and like people had him as car stickers. Right. Yeah. And he said he knew Porky because there's a lot of memes online that end with the that's all folks. Yeah, bro. That's it. He doesn't know Foghorn Leghorn, Sylvester, Tweety, Taz, Yosemite, Elmer Fudd, uh, Ralph and Sam, um, the big red monster one, the Yeti. He doesn't he doesn't know Speedy Gonzalez. He doesn't know the 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 <laughs> gra- the grandmother that like uh, that Tweety is in the grandmother's house. He doesn't know any of those characters See? at all. All. See, but this is what Space Jam wanted and did, right? Is that is that I agree that he that, that they don't know. I get I will interview my kids and see how many that that they know. It's probably less than that, except for my 15 year old. But the reality is this is that 
Looney Tunes is actually coming out with another season and updated. They already did one season. Now they're uh, getting ready to come out with season two of the new version of Looney Tunes the same way they did with, with Animaniacs. We're like, my kids know who the Animaniacs are. They watch them. They know who they know. Pinky and the Brain, all of them. One of my favorite cartoons of all time. And but like like, for instance, I loved DuckTales. And but and I went to go try to watch DuckTales. It's this new version of DuckTales, which is eh, I want the old one. But uh, Looney Tunes, this this whole Space Jam thing was a rebranding for them for their new stuff as well which leads to the fact that michael that look michael jordan lebron james is now the first active player in sports to generate a bit well in the nba i'm sorry because tiger woods did it first i believe is um to generate a billion dollars a bit one billion dollars he's made a little over 300 as a player and like seven fifty or something, as in uh, from endorsements, uh, business opportunities. Because are we cause saying he, active? Yes, active. Okay, because I was like, didn't Jordan have enough money to have a majority a majority stake in the in the? Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but he got the money after he became the he made a billion after he finished playing because uh, okay. of, because of the stuff with Nike. But he, he didn't he didn't get there with that Rayovac money. Correct. Exactly. Okay. So, and Le- LeBron has Spring Hill Entertainment. He owns part of the Fenway Group. He owns a soccer team, uh, like movies, TV, uh, uninterrupted, dude. So much stuff. And yeah. he's his own economy. That's crazy, dude. And so pe- people, you they can hate on him all they want to, but the reality is, this is a this is as close to a self made man as you can possibly get. I mean, obviously, he's had help along the way, but also when when you think about regardless of whether you agree with everything that he says, which which I haven't agreed with everything that that he said. But you do, I think, have to appreciate somebody who's in a position of of privilege at this at this point. One of the I mean, one of the he's a one percent of the one percent richest people on the on the planet. But then he still attempts to get himself down in the mud to help other people, sending a thousand kids to college. Like there are so many people that don't commit this much of their life to causes that don't necessarily impact them on a day in and day out basis. And that's what I think should be appreciated about LeBron. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's such a weird mindset to go through life expecting people to be like you or think like you when you're from somewhere else, raised by different people, have different priorities. Like that's insane. Like I don't I don't even have that much in common like with my own wife. You don't need to be like somebody to love somebody. You definitely don't need to be like somebody to appreciate who they are and what they've accomplished and where they came from. Um, it's nice to see a success story that isn't completely rife with scandal. The, the, the majority of the scandal involving LeBron James is people just disagreeing with the way he says things. It's not necessarily about the way he does things or the person that he is or anything like that. And um, I don't know. I, I do. I do think it's cool. Um, but 
with uh, for every action is equal and opposite reaction, you use the B word billion. The next time that he complains about something or the next time that he tries to be a man of the people, you're going to have the same people who hated him anyway, saying like, He's a oh, poor LeBron, the billionaire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I really don't understand the need for us to employ purity tests nor the need for us to have heroes in the first place with which to employ a purity test to figure out if, if, if we can worship them, you know? Yep. For for sure. Yep. But now you guys, it is time for cancel or consequence. Do we need to cancel cancel, or is there a justified consequence? Let's find out now. Canceler consequence is the point in the show where we talk about an issue out in life, whether somebody's being canceled or they received consequences. We 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 probably should have used Rick Dennison today. <laughs> we probably should have, but I got a good one for you. Yeah. And but today for canceler con- consequence, we have Grant Woods versus Ken Kendrick. Mind you, I had never heard of either one of these people. Prior to Ralph saying that this is what we were going to talk about. So I had to go. Yeah. So I had to go put it in Twitter and I was like, oh, the the owner of the Diamondbacks, who everybody thinks is a terrible owner. And then I was like, oh, my God, how does how does Phoenix have two terrible owners? (laughs) The owner of the basketball team, Robert Sarver, who I know who that is. And now, um, uh, Grant Woods, Ken Kendrick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ken, Ken Kendrick is the is the owner. So you can tell people what the canceler consequence is. All right. So Grant Woods is the former attorney general of the state of Arizona. So he's really well known, um, and he's he's pretty active on Twitter. And he, up until a couple of days ago, worked for a law firm that does outside like contract work for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Grant Woods, again, active on Twitter, very well known, former Arizona attorney general. He popped off and said that uh, Ken Kendrick needs to sell the team to somebody who cares. Um, that he's a terrible owner and that, and, and that he needs to sell to somebody who cares. Ken, the Arizona Republic published his tweet in like a tweet of the week type thing. Yeah. In the actual newspaper. Damn. So... Ken Kendrick <laughs> Ken Kendrick sees the tweet and he's like Grant Woods um, and there's already going to be some animosity there because Grant Woods is on the liberal side of the political aisle. Ken Kendrick is a GOP mega donor. Like we're talking both him and his wife made the maximum allowable donation, not to just like Doug Ducey or somebody, but like Lauren Boebert in Colorado with like 30 arrests to her name, posing with guns in the back who believe that like Joe Biden eats baby's blood. Like that's who Ken Kendrick and his wife give money to. And they're not just like money donors. They're active. They go to like Republican strategy meetings, stuff like that. So, and everybody knows that everybody knows that they're super active. And and to me, like that's their business or whatever. Um, it's also public. So you have to face some of the blowback see, from that. See, I don't, I don't mind who people donate to, but when you start donating to crazies, then that makes me question your, like just you and your thought process right. it, because it, it becomes not a difference of thought 
to like now we're getting into radical territory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine imagine hearing Lober, Lauren Bobert talk about anything ever and being like, I'm gonna give that lady money. <laughs> like, come on, man. So anyway, like but it's it's widely known like that that, that they're um on the on the right side of things and it's widely known that grant woods is on the left side of things um but ken kendrick writes an email to grant woods and it basically i'm, I'm gonna summarize it but it's incredible he says like i was forwarded this because you know i don't subscribe to the arizona republic so arizona republic catches a stray um and he and he basically says like it's a shame the law firm you're affiliated with has to be associated with you and if i ever see you on the street it's on right so like this is a grown ass old super wealthy man challenging like an old ass grown former politician uh to physical altercation via email and then grant woods a few minutes later gets fired what and then the law firm says the tweet got him fired not ken kendrick reaching out to us which get okay. the hell out of here that uh, yeah, is right that is 100% canceling. This okay. is rich guy <laughs> flexed his muscles because because he got his panties in a bunch because somebody disagreed with his management style. Do you do you don't see it in any way as consequence? No. Like let's the, say that you're doing contract work uh like for NFL Network and you blast Goodell on your own personal social media. And then Goodell reaches out to NFL network and says like, Hey, don't work with him anymore. You think that's cancellation and not like don't shit where you eat. Hmm. Okay. Cause that I, I'm trying I, I, to see. I do I, agree. So I wouldn't have done it, but now, now the cancel consequence feels on the other side. Cause Ken Kendrick's just getting roasted. <laughs> He doesn't for, care. He's a billionaire and nobody can actually. He obviously do cares to, because he's trying to say he wants to fight somebody. Like no, that he was wants the to fight part. the guy that he got fired, dude. This is this is like somebody saying, Oh, really? You're you're talking trash about me? Okay, I'm going to buy your company just so I can fire you. On some level, is that not kind of cool? <laughs> No, it's dope to have it's that like kind the, of power, but, the Dave, but the like, Dave that's Portnoy cancellation. Method. That is cancellation. Listen, saying like if <laughs> if if somebody's saying you should you should sell the team to somebody who cares, he didn't attack him. His his character didn't attack his wife. Didn't attack any of these things. If that sort of thing from somebody gets you so so just so butthurt that that you want to go get him fired dude that is soft f s o f capital t soft as it gets soft as baby do okay so would it change your mind if the d-backs were like 47 and 47 instead of 30 and 68 <laughs> and and have set like the longest like road losing streak of all time then so that was that was what he was reacting to was the road losing streak which at this point is absurd like it baseball home field advantage is for some people yeah. is not even a thing yeah 
Uh, so let me see if I can find what their actual road losing streak is to give it some context. Um, uh, it was 22 as of June 17th, which is a month ago. Um, dear God. Uh, let's see. All I see are people making jokes. Um, the D-backs were 1-28 on the road overall as of July 10th. Um, I would have to look okay, it up. Oh, so here it is. <laughs> it, it, it ended at 24 games on June 27th. And then we started it back up again. <laughs> yes. So how many oh games is it back at now? I just know the overall total is 11-38 and 38 on, the, on the road, um, which is not actually as bad as the Rockies, believe it or not. The Rockies are 33 and 20, but the Rockies are the one team that always have a crazy home road split. Yeah. The Rockies are 33 and 20 at home and nine and 34 on the road. As, as Kevin Garnett would say, trash ass. <laughs> Bro. I don't know. I feel like there's some cancellation in here, but I would very much like to see these two grown men fight each other. in the street. Oh my God, dude, what are you talking about? Do you realize how great that that would be? Like we've, we've seen Logan Paul fight people. We just saw, <laughs> um, um, Lamar Odom fight the, the old Disney dude. Um, now imagine, dude, we can actually see these two old men fight. If they really want to do it, if they can pass a health check, bro, why not Duke it out? Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? 
Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Now it is time for the best of social media. Now, 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 here's the best of social media. The best of social media is where we literally show you the best of social media. And today we have a few good things, a few good things from a few good men and, and women. Um, the first thing is the Olympics are here, baby. Yeah, Olympics are here. The uh, the ceremonies were last night in front of 68,000 people. No, I'm sorry. In front of a 68,000 seat arena that had no people in it. Man, the the, the delegations were extremely small. It, it, it was like it, it was like if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's there to see it. Did it even make a sound? There have been covid outbreaks in the Olympic Village. They're not even allowing some athletes to even come to the Olympics sooner than five days before their competition. I it, it, It's a zoo. But here's the best of social media, though. We're not going to talk about the bad things. We're going to relive the Rio 2016 Olympics with the Philip with the Filipino divers. If you guys don't remember, you guys can go look at it on YouTube or Twitter, wherever that you see it. This is where you had the worst diving execution that you've ever seen. Like they clearly had some skills, but they had to know that this was terrible. Bro, that's atrocious. It's funny because when they jumped off the board, they looked like they knew what they were doing. Right, right. There's nothing really differentiating them from anybody else who who was making an approach. Yeah. And then the one dude just backflops and the other guy goes in feet first while still rotating. (laughs) Right. They so when they showed up at the Olympics, were they going to like were they thinking, yo, we are going to kill them with this one? I I don't know that level of like they did it. They did it. They went out there like you got to give them some credit, more credit than the judges gave them, I guess, for those straight zeros. Oh, my God, dude, it's a disaster. But if you ever uh, watch people high five at the free throw line after a a crucial miss, 
and wonder to yourself, like, why would you high five that man? You'll have that thought times infinity after the backflop. And they (laughs) they high fives after he gets out of the pool. That was just like, no, man, don't touch me. All right. Next thing up for the best of social media. There's a tweet from Samuel H. Morrison. It says someone tested positive at an orgy I was at on Saturday and the vast majority of us have since tested negative which is impressive considering this was literally a orgy uh, shout out to Pfizer <laughs> there's no way that's real Come on, it can't be why not why can't it be be real because I, I just I don't know I'm trying to think that people are respond that would be responsible enough to all go get vaccinated but then they're still going out to orgies what are you talking about that they, they got vaccinated the way they can get back to the orgies <sighs> man all i can See, think is the, the, the only thing that's unbelievable to me is okay i would imagine if i were participating in orgies right that, <laughs> okay set the scene that i that i would be like in like an orgy club right Oh, yeah. so so it'd be like so, a, the like same eight nine swinger couples. Yeah. That, okay. So then we would all know our status. Like we would go get tested for 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 HIV and Hep C and all of this stuff just to make sure that we are like I would imagine <laughs> okay. that if you're in a in a swingers club that you wouldn't let some that that's my only um, question about it. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. If disease never stopped them before, like, no. and they, they have methods to make sure that that's something that they factor in. Correct. That it's just business as usual. That's the, and that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. Is that if there if you have orgies, I don't think that you're irresponsible with your with your parts, you know what I mean? With your with your sexual activity, right? I guess not if you're like a veteran. I mean, I suppose rookies in anything don't do the best job of taking <laughs> care of themselves. They take, uh, right. take take things for granted, play fast and loose or whatever. But I I mean I guess so if you So what do you do for when 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 you guys are going to uh your 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 orgies? Like how do you <laughs> Bro, I, so the closest thing that I, I'd say that I've been to uh, uh, an orgy is the couple of country music shows that I went to um, while I was uh, on the road last week. Shout out to Chancey Williams. Uh, that might be your type of country. I like good live country, but not necessarily. Uh, but y- you got a bunch of people. I mean, I, I, I watched one guy. Um, I watched one guy just turn toward the bar that we were all outside of um, and just piss on the wall, but didn't even get close to it. Yeah. What? Like he just stayed. He just pivoted from where he was, which is like four feet from the building and pissed on the building. And then it all flowed back out on, into the like curb where other people were sitting. And I was like, yeah, this this feels unsafe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, so I'm uh, there. The orgy might have been a more responsible place to be. But that's you know, that's not my uh, I, I the fact that you even got me to say the word orgy is kind of incredible. So. No, so, not for me. Not I, my scene. I wish I wish Aaron was in here right right now. I, I don't. Have... I do not. I hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I'm gonna tell her to listen to the very end of the podcast. So so so, 
I mean, because uh, you can talk about it, dude. That about because and the reason why Ralph brought this brought this up is because we've been oh. him, him and Aaron have been looking for clubs out in North Carolina. Clubs. So, uh, so, uh, so, uh, shoot him a, a DM or a Twitter I'm, message. And, I'm mad know. at unafraidshow.com with your best. Uh, 818-293-7547. If you're trying yeah. to get where, Ralph, send, if you're trying to send him an orgy invite. Where, where's the eyes wide shut action uh, in the deep south? <laughs> All right. Final thing up in the best of social media. All right. This article was in Business Week. Um, a guy spent $30 million of his own money building a three-mile stretch of Trump's border wall. Now he'd like to get paid. What's your stance on this, Ralph? Uh, so this guy's name's Tommy Fisher. He um, was actually involved in building some of the prototypes for the border wall that Trump went down to inspect. And I'm going to be honest, man, I kind of feel for him. Like, I always thought the border wall was like the biggest waste of time in the history of the world. You live in California. I live in Arizona. Anybody who's in a border state listening to people who don't live in border states talk about the border was always really confusing because it's not, first of all, like, especially the last 10 years or so, people weren't coming to run across the border and hide. They were coming to the border to get themselves apprehended so that they could claim asylum. So, like, a wall is not going to stop somebody from going to the border, right? Yeah. But in 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 ex- I, I hate the way this is going to come out, but I mean it with all my heart. To a simple mind, a barrier would stop something from flowing through. Oh, my God. Like, they think of it as, like, a river and a dam. But, like, drugs get here through tunnels and drones and boats, People get to the border and they claim asylum. A wall is literally useless. Ladders exist. Correct. Drones are big enough to actually carry human body weight. Now, like there's a million different ways. And, and also, like I got people who work for Border Patrol. And if you knew the way they spend their day, they get these volunteers that are like so gung ho to go down and protect the border. And then they get them and they sit them indoor in front of a in, in front of a desk. And their whole job is to go through uh, these photo galleries of the motion cameras that get triggered. So these guys come down and like, yeah, we're going to protect America. And they're just <laughs> at a dead. They're in a cubicle. Yep. Like, oh, that was a butterfly. That was a squirrel. And that's like 10 hours a day every day. That becomes their 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 life. And so the border was never what Trump made it out to be. But because simpler minds bought into the very simple idea of uh, wall equals stop. Um, a lot of energy was behind his campaign in that way. And I, and as somebody who was like super pro immigration reform, I understand the sentiment, just not the logic. Um, so this guy builds one of the prototypes for Trump to inspect. And then he actually is in on some of the construction, I believe, in the New Mexico area yeah. of some of the border fence but, and gets paid for it by Steve Bannon yeah. and by a former uh, um, disabled war veteran who were heading up this charity, the same dudes who got arrested for misappropriating those yeah. funds. So it's pro- it's very probable that he was actually going to get paid for this stretch of fence across the Rio Grande. But then he had to fund it himself 
And, you know, I, I know that the, the, the gut reaction to this is that people are just going to say like, what a moron, but this is a guy who actually thought he was doing contract work and that there would be a market for it. And obviously the election had consequences for him. So like, I don't feel here, bad okay. for him, but I'm not laughing in his face here, about this. Okay. Here is the thing that, that you have to understand where you're getting in business. Who are you getting in business with? I would not, even if I were a Trump supporter, I wouldn't trust this fool to pay me back on the back end. He doesn't pay contractors. Like, Correct. It, you, I need my coins up front. Like, like, yeah. like, like he's, the, he's the person that if you're going to do business with him or something he's involved, involved with, you must get, it is COD, buddy. Yeah. I, actually, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's not even COD. It's, well, it's cash on delivery but also but but for like we're, we're not giving you a damn line of credit no he's yeah. got to put the funds up front period that's right. the and that's only a, way that's non-political commentary because it's all stuff that happened before he was ever a politician was that he just doesn't pay contractors like he's been involved in over five thousand lawsuits in his life like think about how crazy that is for somebody to be involved in over five thousand lawsuits and a, and on a lot of them, like the bulk like, oh, of them have to do it because he's a billionaire. Man, do you realize that Bill Gates doesn't have five thousand lawsuits? Like, right? It's just simple, uh, small claims of non-payment of of contracts, and then some of his lawsuits were like extravagant things, or like he sued Bill Maher for five million dollars because Bill Maher said his dad was an orangutan, and he like produced his birth certificate and said like, no, he isn't. So now you owe me money. Um, like he's had some of those kind of weirdo lawsuits, but he been being very litigious. He's been able to get his way, but also in having lawyers and having lines of credit extended to you, you can have a service rendered, not pay it. And then cause so much in legal fees for your opposition that they move forward with the non-payment. Correct. Like, that, and and that's what he's done a lot of. And so you, I, mean, I think you're really onto something here, regardless of him being a politician, would you do something for him and expect payment later, even if it's not directly for him. And the answer, if you're decent at business, has to be no. Correct. Dude, you you already know. Like, people have a history. It's it's like, <sighs> that's silliness. Uh, but you guys, that is the best of social media for today. And if you guys want to hit us up, 818-293-7547. Shoot us a text message with your thoughts and your feelings. And, of course... Hit us up as well. I'm mad at unafraidshow.com. Peace out. Catch you guys on Monday. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top ten for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. 
Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.